Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and Shane Tucker is the chief deputy of the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. Chief, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. Good to talk to you again. Good morning. So uh, let's start with something that happened. I think middle of the week last week, you had a, a man who got arrested because he was basically going to rob the Gulf Breeze Dollar Tree. He had a bat and a mask, and your deputies managed to arrest him before anything could happen. Do I have that about right? Uh, you do. Uh, you know, and that was that was really kind of an odd scenario. Um, the uh, Dollar Tree store had actually received the tip uh, from my understanding that, that they were going to be robbed, that somebody had in- intended on robbing them. So um, certainly they called us to make us aware, you know, being robbed was not something they wanted to happen that day. So uh, we sent some deputies out and they were actually able to locate uh, this fellow. And uh, he appeared um, armed and, and committed to do what he was out to do. Uh, so we, we put a stop to that before it happened. Um, I, I don't really guess I understand um, how he was motivated. There's some allegation that somebody had asked him to rob uh, the store, and, and, and he set out to do it. Um, but fortunately, we were able to prevent that from happening. So what would be – because if he doesn't have an illegal gun, which I think he was not arrested with a gun, he just kind of had ill intent, what would the charge be? I, I think it was a it was a baseball bat and a knife, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and neither neither of which was, is illegal. No, not 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 in in some context. So right. If you have it sure. In context where you're you're intent on committing a crime, it could be. Um, the uh, the charge was um, criminal solicitation in the first degree, um, and I assume that has some type of um, something to do with with the conspiracy to commit the crime. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, because that was, you know, is, that's always what I think is, hey, I'm glad you thwarted the crime. That's great. <laughs> you know, but I also kind of wonder, yeah. but what exactly would be the charge? I mean, when I'm out biking, I have a baseball bat in my backpack because dogs, you know, <laughs> that's you You need something. So um, the other, sure. uh, obviously, the story that we've been covering a lot this morning is the story of now it's a Gulf Breeze address, but it's really like East Midway. It's out by the Gulf Breeze Zoo. Uh, so it's, you know, it's almost Navarre, but not quite. In any case, off of East Bay Boulevard. Wow. Um, tell me what happened in this case where the, the basically a man wound up shooting somebody else on his porch, I guess, through the door. But you tell me what happened. He did. Uh, Saturday morning in, the, in the, the real early morning hours, our deputies, we received a couple of different calls. One was for a shooting uh, and uh, the other was for a burglary in progress, at, you know, going on simultaneously at the same address. When our deputies got there, we located a male subject uh, who was – not in the home. It didn't appear that he had been in the home. He was in a in a vehicle, and he had a, what appeared to be a gunshot wound to his leg. Um, so it, it appeared after after our deputies were able to get the scene secure and, and conduct their investigation that two subjects uh, had gone to that residence to uh, confront a, a resident of the home about some alleged grievances, 
and the uh, their statements as well as the physical evidence led, led the deputies to the determination that uh, these two had gone and started kicking and beating and banging on the door to uh, such an extent that it appeared likely they were going to actually beat the door down and gain entry into the home. Uh, the uh, resident felt that they were attempting to break in, and after they refused to stop, fired a round through the front door. Um, and it's my understanding that it was only one round fired, but that round did strike one of the people um, trying to come into his home. Uh, when the um, deputies arrived, the homeowner uh, wasn't really forthcoming. Uh, he didn't want the deputies into his home, uh, so they had to uh, obtain a search warrant in order to uh, further their investigation. Uh, as they were obtaining the search warrant, the uh, the homeowner did depart the location. He was free to do so because he wasn't um, detained. Uh, however, as a result of their investigation, they did uh, they did come up with some criminal charges on the homeowner. So he was arrested later that day, charged with, uh, I believe, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Uh, he had some uh, drug charges to include possession of fentanyl, and uh, I think he was charged with grand theft of a firearm as well. So it does appear that the uh, the shooting was not in and of itself a violation of the law. It appeared that he was in, in fear that he was being broken into, but there were some charges related to narcotics and um him being a prohibited person from possessing a firearm. Okay, so, you know, uh, charges not related to the shooting, but charges related to other things uh, that were discovered with the assist of a warrant after the visit to the house where presumably the detect- or the uh, you know the officers saw something or had a suspicion about something and had enough probable cause to get a warrant, which is the way this goes, uh, and were able to find that when they came back to the home. And just, just one real quick thing I want to clarify, um, it's sometimes being called a stand-your-ground case, but but it's not technically stand your ground, right, because it's castle doctrine. It's inside the home. Stand your ground is something that applies to people outside of the home, right? Uh, it, it, correct, correct. Uh, stand your ground is, is really sort of um, an extension of the castle doctrine, right. if you will. Um, it just basically it moves your rights from your home. You know, before the stand your ground um, case law, it was, you know, you, you had that right inside your home and nowhere else. You know, right. when you were at the mall, you had a duty to retreat. Now, anywhere that you are legally authorized to be and authorized to be in possession of a firearm, you have the right to defend yourself against, you know, an imminent threat. And no obligation to, to leave that. Uh, you can occupy that space legally just like you can occupy your home legally. And as long as you feel threatened, Correct then you're able to use the force. And I just want I just, I, I mean, people use the language sloppily and I know that's common and I knew you would, you would appreciate the distinction because sometimes, you know, sometimes we do the same thing. Well, uh, thank you so much for the time. As always, uh, Shane Tucker is chief deputy Santa Rosa Sheriff's office. As always, sir, I super appreciate you guys and what you do for us. Um, thank you. I saw something chief when I was out bicycling yesterday and I just was hoping to get clarification. I was on Wallace Lake road, bike the whole thing, quite frankly, um, all the way from the Piggly Wiggly down to the developments at the other end <laughs> so um but uh, i saw at one part it had a single solid yellow line right down the middle now did we like run out of paint um <laughs> you know what what is a single yellow line other than just a double yellow like i can't cross it right is what it's supposed to mean you know i know on on a roadway um customarily what you're going to see is is dual solid yellow lines in an right. area where you're not not to pass and the solid yellow line for the right lane indicates that the right lane can't pass and, and vice versa. Right, the right. Lane, the left lane can't pass because sometimes one lane can pass when one cannot. 
I can only assume that the fact that there's a solid yellow line, a single solid yellow line, um, then there's no time where either lane can pass. Um, I Thinking back, I don't know that I've ever actually seen one of those, but it's, it just seems to me that what they're indicating is you cannot pass from either lane. That was my read also. I figured that was the safe way to treat it. Of course, I was on a bike not driving, so it didn't really matter that much to me, but um, it was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm 51, and I've never seen that. <laughs> You know, so I also heard a good suggestion about some possums. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our my, our good friend Ed Carson made the suggestion that that was actually there to prevent the possums crossing from one side to the other. You know, that's to tell them that that's a no crossing zone. So probably, you know, hey, look, it's a possum safety issue. Uh, <laughs> Chief uh, Chief Shane Tucker, Chief Deputy Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office, as always, Chief. Thank you for the time, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Andrew. We appreciate you, man.